Welcome back to the Hooligans Pitch. It is October 25th, uh, roughly 6.15 Central Time. Um, I'm Michael, and back again. Is. He's back from vacation. Did you have a good trip? It was nice. Yep. Uh, came back sick, so, you know. Yeah, that's no fun. <laughs> that tends Beyond to happen. That, it was cool, you know. Got away from the uh, hot weather that we've been having here, but came back to actually great weather here. So nice. Okay. Well, it's been pouring finally... rain here, so not Ooh. the. It's pretty wet, to be honest. Um, oh. little, little chilly, but hey, that's Midwest for you. Uh, yeah, you know, that's okay. Yeah, no rain here. Well, it's been quite the eventful two weeks of footy since we've last spoke, which we didn't even really speak that weekend. Um, when Liverpool took down City. Boy, was I riding high that weekend. <laughs> Ooh, man, I was bouncing around the house. Kristen was like, I like this you. I was like, me too. I was like, this is, it's like anything is possible. That's it. I mean, it, I feel like that's kind of what we said going into that weekend, right? Is that Liverpool always shows up for City because they've just had that back and forth battle for Years. so many seasons now. Like, So if it was ever going to be the game where... Liverpool looked like Liverpool. It, it had to be that game. And what do you know? So I'm going <laughs> to pop my beer to that. I'm having a Sudwork brew. Very popular in Missouri for whatever reason that is. Oh, really? <laughs> um, yeah, I bought this the other day. Had uh, had half a can. I said, oh, my God, what percentage is this? And I said, oh, it's 10. So Ooh. I'm going to have one today because now we're feeling a little blue. And we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'm just sticking with water. Still on the uh, okay. recovered, but you know, just well, lingering. Little this is things. enough for like three of us right here, so I will happily, Perfect. happily have this for you. Um, yeah, let's just talk briefly about Manchester City and Liverpool that weekend, and then you know Arsenal going up four points. Um, that was the best game Liverpool has played maybe in the last year. Um, yeah, I think probably. Can you think of something better? Like, I, I can't off the top of my head. Um, you know, we had a lot of disappointments kind of at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Um, Champions League, just the way the Premier League ended. Um, you know, we had our two cup finals, which we won, which is great. But those are kind of like, I'm not saying it's not an accomplishment, but we were kind of expected to win those. Yeah. Um, and then no game against City really stood out last year. Uh, a couple draws and, and, you know, it's just... This game like set the tone right from the start. This game is crazy. Oh yeah, yeah insane. Like, it was like intense on both sides, but you could see this uh, kind of just blind confidence that Liverpool had at the moment because they hadn't been playing well. So like they shouldn't have had that kind of confidence, but just from the get go, it was like yeah, like they came to play. They were not going down without a fight. Yep. Um, Klopp with the red card. What'd you think of that? I mean, to me, I, I get the red card for what he did, but that would not have happened had that foul on uh, Salah on the wing been called. That was terrible. So, you know, like, I don't know. I, red, fine, whatever. But it just, if anything, it probably just, you know, added to the uh, emotion and and uh, fight that, like, Liverpool was putting on because... You know, you, you kind of stack the d- deck against the team, and then it's like us against them kind of vibe, and, you know, that seemed to work. So I, I wouldn't want my coach to act any differently in that situation. Oh, so, no way. Because um, it, it's not even that he was trying to argue for 
a, a foul that wasn't a foul. Like Salah's carrying Bernardo Silva. Like <laughs> absolutely wild. And seeing Bernardo Silva try to stand up to Van Dyke was one of the funniest like interactions oh I've seen in a long time too. Just yeah. like the overall height difference and body mass difference. <laughs> I, it just cracked me up, and I'm sure Virgil felt the same way. Like, what do you what are you really gonna do to like to me? Yeah. And um, yeah, I found that to be pretty funny. Um, another standout in that game was just, uh, I felt like Nunez doesn't understand when he needs to pass yet. Um, yeah. Opportunity. Yeah, like that game could have been three nil. It really could have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's a little, I, I don't want to say concerning. I was just like, ah, is he trying to be the man too much? I, I think it's a little bit that, and maybe like a little bit still getting used to the team in an actual game scenario. Yeah. Like in training and stuff. Yeah. You can take the time to find the perfect pass because pressure's lower and you know, it's uh, the stakes aren't as high, but you know, in, in game, especially on like a breakaway situation, sort of like that, like you got split seconds to make decisions. So I think it's, you know, he, he wants, to be that guy he wants to score the the goals and i think that would have been his first one at home uh uh, is that right i want to say he got one previous but you might be right i think did he get one in champions league might have been his first premier Uh, uh, maybe yeah yeah yeah, might have done champions league but um so i mean yeah if that's the case or even if not you know it's he's only got a few goals to his name so far so it's like early early goal in front of the home fans against a big opponent like for sure he's playing great though i mean he, i don't know if you saw the stat where he's like first in touches in the box first with dribbles in the box like his, his statistics yeah. individual statistics look really good so that's that's definitely a uh, a bright note moving moving forward and he's still so young the the integrity right. on this team is fine oh, well it was fine a week ago which <laughs> Which uh, we'll talk about in a minute. But um, I'm just backtracking. Uh, that week, we're giving Becker Defensive Player of the Week. Uh, mm, I mean, come on. How could you How could you not? Yeah. Um, played amazing. His saves were incredible. His wrists are made of steel. Um, <laughs> and then every time the dude slips when he's doing a kick, it's going to be an assist, <laughs> which is just hilarious. I don't know how, it, how that works. <laughs> I just will take it. Um, and then yeah. just, just to top it off, Jota with his injury at the 96 minute. That like, that sucks. <sighs> That sucks, man. And he's already had a kind of rocky year to start. Not like the best statistical year. And then, so now we got Diaz and Jota out. It's just like, oh my God. So, yeah. It's kind of rough. Someone put an injury curse on Liverpool this season. I don't know. It was probably Paul Pogba's brother and his his witchcraft he's pulling down in in Paris. Um, And then, just to backtrack a little more, I have Ivan Tony. Uh, with player of the week as well, he he led uh, Brentford to a three nil victory, um, scoring two goals himself. He's just been kind of on fire lately too. Uh, yeah. He is correct me if I'm wrong. Top five in scoring in the Premier League. Um, I believe. So. I think he has. Oh man, I should, I should know this. Five, six or seven goals to his name now. Um, Does that see. sound right? Ivan Tony eight well eight yeah eight at the moment so maybe uh, six or seven at that time at that time yeah um I mean and and Mitrovic too's having he's been on fire but yeah Tony Tony he's oh man he's playing he's playing good <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about him in a second um so yeah that's that's pretty much all I wanted really wanted to say about that week is there anything you want to bring up with Arsenal from from um, you know, no, that was point? 
that was the stressful leads game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, it'll kind of snowball into this the game this week, but you know, it, it was just one of those where it was just fight and survive and and suffer and you know get your points and go home and you know it's uh, uh, not a fun watch as a fan, but. I, I, you know, I've seen this Arsenal team in in past seasons, completely botch those. So, well, let's segue that into this week's uh, matches. You can you can start if you want to talk about your game. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just uh, a little bit of the same thing. Like Southampton's been a little bit of a bogey team for Arsenal in recent seasons. Is that, is that true? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like your kryptonite. Yeah, they're. Uh, I think they're last home win was against Arsenal last season. Wow. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Something in Southampton doesn't click with Arsenal, just puts us off a little bit. I don't know. But, you know, it was another, like, not stressful, but, like, a more frustrating watch. Just they Arsenal started so strong and had a lot of chances in that first half that easily could have put the game away there, but just couldn't really get that the, the shot right. But um, second half, like, I don't know, Southampton just, they looked a little bit more up for it, I think. Yeah. Um, and, I, like, I was trying to think myself and then listen to, like, some other comments and stuff, and people are trying to say it's, uh, like, fatigue-related because there's been so many games lately and all this stuff, and it's like, I don't know if it's really fatigue, like... Yes, they've been playing a lot, but like the mistakes they were making were not so much. They didn't look like the like sloppy passes that you would make um, when you're tired. Like it wasn't like a the pass was short or soft or anything. It was just like they would just miss. Yeah, the pass and and or like miss the tackle or or you know a few of the shots or just like just kind of didn't get a good connection with the ball so a lot it looked like a lot of that especially with Sokka man some of like I was like what like what a weird like either process of him thinking of where a pass would go or just not putting the power into certain passes uh, yeah it it did look odd um just as a neutral I mean the the excuse of fatigue and stuff eh, you could say that at any point and be like but to Mm -hmm. to do it against Southampton Southampton like that's not good. <laughs> like they're just what where are they right yeah. now? They're at twelve points, sixteenth in the table. Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's better to come away with one point than none. So true that. I'll, I'll take it. But um, I don't know. I mean, I could talk about the refing in the game because every single time Gabriel Jesus gets the ball with his back on the de- defender, the guys like bear hugging him, and it's not getting called, and like. It just, it, it was a physical game, which, you know, is our, is one way to put off a team, but, like, I think a little bit unfairly physical. Um, what do you think of the, P, the the non-PK call on Jesus? I think it's a tough one. Um, yeah. Because he is kind of all over him. Um, I think, I think maybe Gabriel maybe tries to sell it a little too much, which I think in that kind of, like, hurt him. Um, but we saw, I think, a, one or two other very similar situations this weekend that were called as penalties, where it's like, you know, guys are kind of arms all over, and 
the attacker falls and it's a penalty. So it's like just another one of the inconsistencies. Like, it, and it, I try not to worry too much about it because, like, really, if you score the goals you're supposed to score, like, you got to do all you can to negate the refs' decisions one way or the other. And you know, Arsenal just didn't do it this week, but you know, still top of the table. You know, not a loss. Just uh, City's creeping. There's creeping. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I'm I'm just taking it game by game. I'm not trying to like <laughs> be in May already and like, yeah, we're gonna win the league and yeah, all this stuff. There's a long way to go, and now that you know Liverpool at least put a little, uh, you know, a wound in City to let them know that they are beatable. It's like at that point anything can happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess we can segue this into Liverpool's game with Forrest. Man, was I like so frustrated for 90 <laughs> minutes, dude, to not put one goal in. Now, credit to Henderson, because that dude is insane. But like, come with the, with on. The hat. With, the hat. with the hat. What is up with that, man? I know we commented <laughs> on this before, earlier in the season. Um, there's just something... At, it must be those early morning games with Forrest, because I think that's when he's wearing it. Or, or early morning for us, uh, yeah. like, you know, mid-afternoon there. But that that's when he seems to wear it, and that's when he seems to be doing his best. So yeah. Maybe he's just a morning guy, or, or like an early afternoon game guy. Like <laughs> He just wants to get it done be. out of the way. He, I've always been curious about how do you train for earlier games rather than it being in the evening because your your whole your whole day changes right you got to get up oh, yeah. maybe earlier you have to eat earlier you have to train earlier um yeah i don't know that's it's an interesting thought to think about but i just want to give you some stats uh liverpool had 899 touches compared to forest 427 <laughs> okay that right there in itself is insane uh yeah. forest did have seven shots on target which just tells me that Joe Gomez wasn't as locked down as he was against City, where like mm-hmm. the only shots they kind of got was with Holland, and yeah. and Liverpool put up nine shots on target. So like, you know, pretty even there. But the ball control was totally favored towards Liverpool. Oh yeah, and I just can't believe that not one shot went in. And what um, didn't Van Dyke have like three like clear cut header chances? Oh just... yeah, oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it was just this is such a fluke game. Yeah. Um, I guarantee if those Forest kids were wearing City jerseys, though, we wouldn't be having this conversation. There's some <laughs> different mentality of like focus, yeah. in, especially in the back line. Um, man, when when they're just clicking, they are so unstoppable. And like, how are you gonna get through them? But uh, yeah, it, it's a, a lapse of uh, focus is all it I mean, takes. I, I think it's always. You know, dangerous when, regardless of how your team's been doing, you go and play. You know, Nottingham Forest's last place. Like, bro, they've only won one game besides Liverpool. Yeah, so like, it's got to be a hard thing to kind of like, like mentally prepped for. Of like, all right, we got to go out and like still beat this team as we can. But they've won one game prior to this. Like, they it's, it's gonna be a walk in the park. It was, like, I it feel was like, West Ham week two when they sucked. Oh, wow. <laughs> 1-0 against West Ham. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think it's just a mental thing. And I don't know. Maybe maybe they had a rough ride over to Forest that day or something. <laughs> well, I'm wearing blue because 
that's how we felt after uh, after our match. Holy moly! What a Kristen was going to work, and I was watching the game in bed, and she was like, "How are they looking?" I was like, "Terrible." She was plenty of time, plenty of time, and I was like, "You don't understand." <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, "Yeah." So that was rough. Um, and then uh, yeah, she was of course a little disappointed in Arsenal only getting the draw. But she was like, "A draw is a draw. Like we got a point." And I was like, "Yeah, but this, <laughs> I was like, this draw feels like a loss." And then she was like, "Well, how'd, yeah. she was, how'd your team do?" And I was like, "Whatever." Dude. Like, oh my god, man, you got to watch what you say now. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. And she, she's like, I think she gets notifications on her phone. I don't know for sure, but like she knows what's going on. So I can't just like I don't know make up whatever I want. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> bad so hats off to dean henderson he's my um defensive player of last week because why not so i'm gonna find a picture of him in a hat if you agree with that i don't know if you have any no he's you know one of the uh ones that i had in mind because him in a hat just i don't know he he gets extra power it's crazy (laughs) and like becker played great um allison becker played great against west ham a couple days prior Mm -hmm. so this wasn't this wasn't a a goalie fault not not in any way shape or form yeah it was just a god I, I i don't even know what to say it was a crap we let that one in and then we couldn't figure it out on the uh attack so ouch that one hurt yeah that one hurt quite a bit yeah be like that sometimes um should we talk about ashton villa or should we talk about lester because both are kind of on the rise which is <laughs> mind-boggling because uh I don't know how long ago, maybe three, four weeks ago, we were calling for the firing of both managers, and then they both ended up with 4-0 victories in the, within the last week. Well. Whoa, wait, go ahead. Take it away. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say for Villa, I think it, we just saw how frustrated the players were under Gerard that when once he, he goes, they get three goals in what, like 20 minutes or something? Did, did he <laughs> suck? Is that is that what that told us? I I am, it's got to be something like that's such a wild change from going uh, before that they went uh, lost three nil to Fulham and then come back against Brentford and just Slaughter. ended up with four. But yeah, scored three and I don't know twenty minutes something like that. Inks started, um, which shout outs to Inks. He is my offensive player of the week. Um, mm-hmm. Two goals, uh, one from the PK spot, but to Brentford's. Uh, I don't want to say credit, but if you noticed on their uh, stat sheet, Ben Mee did not play. They gave that they they gave the old man some rest, which is v- much needed. But I, hey, man, that guy is like the focal point of that back line, and oh, he's yeah. he's you know has so many caps. If you don't have him in there, I'm not surprised this kind of fell apart. Um, but damn, Aston Villa, man, they like I don't know. Yeah. They yeah. Uh, they came they out up. saying. They were up by three at minute fourteen. Whoa, so that's crazy. <laughs> Steven Gerrard sitting at home. <laughs> I don't know that he got some bad juju or something because they were, you know, looking like they were struggling to score and do much in games, and then all of a sudden gates are open. <laughs> that's that's so bad. He's gonna have so much trouble finding a new job because if they lose this game after they fire him. He can totally play that. Like, see, yeah, it wasn't me. But the fact they just four nil. Have they scored? Uh, scored? Have they scored more than uh, two goals in a game uh, this year? I'm gonna bring up their fixtures here, but um, I don't recall. No. 
have they scored more than one goal in a game? Besides the besides the uh, the cup game, I, no. It looks like every game in here that I see in the last three months is yeah. one goal. Yeah, so uh, I don't know where <laughs> Steven Gerrard goes from here, but I think his uh, dream of being Liverpool manager is maybe a little bit further down the road than he expected. <laughs> yeah, he, he'd have to come on board as something else, an assistant trainer. Or, or, yeah, I don't see that. I don't see, he, he, should, he feels like a front office type of guy anyway. Be the uh, be the guy who entices players to come in. You don't need to. Have, mm, okay. Right. Right. Be that guy who says, "Hey, this is a great club." I would love that actually for Gerard if he came to Liverpool and said, "This is the club for you. Play with us for the rest of your career." Yeah. He doesn't need to be tactical because obviously it's not working out. So, Emery coming in. Tell me. Uh, tell me a little um, bit about his. Uh, I don't know the pros and cons of him because you have some experience with that. <laughs> And I, I really don't know much about him. Um, um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know how it'll go. Like, it, it's a little bit hard to judge him because he came into Arsenal directly after Arsene Wenger left. So, like, he was, you know, it's already stacked against him. Right. Everyone was already in this kind of uh, weird divide of, like, people wanted Wenger gone, people want him to stay, mm. and then... You know, he ends up leaving and bringing Emery, who's... Look, if he can get them into Europe, they're winning Europa or whatever. But Now, remind uh, me, where did Emery come from previous to Arsenal? I think before Arsenal... Was it, I don't Se- think it, was, was it Sevilla? Why is... That's like... He, he's been at Sevilla. I don't think he... I think the last job before Arsenal was PSG, but I think that he had a break in between. Like, PSG let him go, and I think he was just mm. unemployed. And then Arsenal picked him up. Um, and then after Arsenal, he went to uh, Villarreal. Mm, I'm fact-checking you. You're nailing it right now. <laughs> Only because I've seen so many posts about it. Okay, lately, okay. So I'm, like, reminded. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah. So at Arsenal, it's like, I remember one of his first interviews, he was like, I'd rather win a game 4-3 to three than 1-0. Than to nil. So he's very attack heavy um but almost like a detriment like hmm. which is kind of how arsenal were playing under him it's you know just throw a lot of, of momentum forward and you know if you outscore your opponent you win but you also do kind of need a more solid backline, which arsenal didn't really have at the time and um I, I don't know. It's so hard to judge because, like, under Emery, I think Arsenal went on like a twenty-two game unbeaten streak. I remember that. Like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. so I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Like, I like the fit. Yeah, I, I think Aston Villa ha- have decent players. Like, um, you know, they have a pretty good squad overall. I think like they're definitely better than where they at now. Um, 15th they should probably be closer to the 10 11 12 maybe but i think they'll pass bournemouth they'll pass brentford um brighton's on a downfall like no other yeah um so yeah i mean i I can see them moving up the table i don't top eight maybe like maybe i i think if you set the goal for top eight with them that's a win for the season Mm -hmm. um but there's been so much movement in the table in the last 
you know, two to three oh, weeks. Yeah. It's been kind of crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was an impressive, impressive win over the last weekend. And then, um, Lester, should we talk about them for just a minute? Because now what? Now they're going to start winning all these games and scoring all these goals. What a ridiculous team they have. I don't understand. I don't understand them one bit. I think it might be that Brendan Rogers realized that these people are not going to fire me. So <laughs> fuck it. I guess, I guess we got to do our job now. <laughs> that's such a funny take because that's what exactly what it looks like. He's yeah. like, oh, I got to try now. And um, <laughs> this is the first goal Vardy scored this season. I don't, I don't know if you saw this, but he is the first player to score 100 goals in the Premier League after age 30. Really? I was so surprised by that stat. Wow. But I was yeah. like, but also, uh, you know, Leicester, when they won um, the league, that was 2016, and he was 31 at that point. So, like, mm, I mean, that yeah. I mean that was like his breakout season. So, I mean, he accumulated yeah. a lot of goals prior to then, but, like, I would say every year besides – this year and maybe a little bit of last year he's been putting up you know plenty of numbers so um just the first to do it that's definitely surprising yeah that is surprising i figured you know i don't know who i would think of but someone would have done it already go back van Persie. uh you know i'm just trying to think of the giants who have been there um but but also like not a lot of strikers play in the premier league after 30 like if you really look at it we got who a kane is you know, Kane's going to hit 30 this year. It's like his production level is so high in the last couple. Will it stay until he's 36 like Vardy? Probably not. So, I mean, that's it's pretty. That's a crazy stat for someone who's 36 years old and like done what he's done. Coming from, uh, what, I think he was in Division 3. This is, you might have to correct me if I'm wrong. Like Division 3, like 2012. So Something like that, yeah. You know, he hasn't even been in the Premier League for that long. So crazy stat. Um, that one stood out to me, but they demolished yeah. the wolves, man. That was like, that was ugly. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's why I'm thinking that Brendan Rodgers just like decided to start working because <laughs> the Leicester just looks different now. They look like they're an actual team that wants to play together and and actually, you know, score goals and hang on to leads and. Um, I mean, I'm just going to say right now, Yuri Telemann's goal uh, this week is probably my yep, me goal too. week. <laughs> That's what I got. Yeah, me too. That was pretty sweet. Um, they also aren't starting Vardy, which I think is, you know. Probably smart. Maybe he had to lose his position. But now they're starting Daka. Daka's so good. I'm a huge fan of his. Um, yeah. and, and James Madison is kind of playing out of his mind too. So, um, I mean, you know, I don't know a lot of teams uh, full 11, but like, especially the bottom half of the table. And I can like name Lester's starting 11. Um, so that's a, like that. You have quality players. If I can name your team is what I'm saying. Yeah. So like use them appropriately and good things will probably happen. And as you saw in our fantasy pool, Lester kind of like took over this week, um, you know, winning four Oh with the, with the clean sheet uh, that helps. But um, I don't know, man, that's like, are we going to see this giant turnaround now from them? Like, wouldn't yeah, surprise I me. Mean... I think they'll probably continue pretty, pretty well here. Like, um, I'm just trying to think of if they're going to lose much to the World Cup. I don't think they will. Like, Madison, I don't know that Madison Killings. will go. Really, you don't think he'll make it? I don't know. I, I don't remember hearing about him in the England squads coming up in uh, okay. you know, past windows. 
Tielemans will go. Um, Harvey Barnes won't go. Um, backline. I don't really know their backline now anymore. Um, they got fake Soyeon Chu face. He's from Germany. He won't go. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. He's Belgian. Excuse me. I got my flags mixed up. Um, but no, I, I think you are right. I don't think they'll have a lot of players going to the World Cup, um, which is, you know, better for uh, <laughs> better for their squad. Um, yeah. They do play City, Everton, um, and then West Ham uh, all, all before the Cup starts. So they got a tough couple matches coming up. Okay. Yeah. Um, guaranteed wins out of those three, I, I wouldn't bet on any of those, to be honest. Everton would be the one, but like Everton's starting to click now. Everton's too. They're looking like, I don't know. I don't don't know why I'm an uh, Everton homer, but like, I really like what they're doing. Um, (laughs) You know, they just whooped on crystal and then crystal palace, which they're on a downfall now, which is just like crazy. Cause we started the season. They were on uprise. Yeah. They're kind of falling flat now. I've been surprised by their uh, performances and results recently. I just, they seem like they would be better. Like they have a lot of youth in their team and um, a lot of pace too. And I don't know. Things are just not working for them. <laughs> Tottenham, Brighton, Crystal Palace. They're all on the downfall and Leeds. Oh my God. Man. Like I, I, we gotta get, I gotta get my buddy Zach on here. I think he's going to join us. He's a huge Leeds fan. Um, cool. he, 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 I think he like just, Leeds lives rent free in his head. He's also on my Overwatch team, so like it's kind of like not all he talks about, but like it's it's sitting there like in his mind. He's like, God, like Leeds, yeah. they, they suck. And I was like, Dude, like don't worry about it. Like focus on the game. I mean, yeah, uh, I'd, I'd like to hear you know his thoughts because it seems every time I see anything with Leeds, they start pretty well and almost sometimes play most of the game well, but just. Mm-hmm losing these big moments and then like that's that <laughs> yeah disappointing considering i have them uh as my top four which is like the total dark horse but they have lost five out of the last six which is crazy yeah. they started out so strong so strong yeah yeah i mean i don't know there's always the talk of you know some players maybe not performing at their their um their max right now because they don't want to get injured before the world cup i don't know if that's playing any factor but yeah i, I can definitely see that being a possible especially after seeing a couple of players who just got injured and are now are out for the world cup like that's that's crazy um yeah. so that that's definitely scary um chelsea drew again second week in a row against man u which yeah. what, do you, what do you think about that game because it was uh, it was sloppy and a scrap fest and neither team should walk away with a point they should have both lost (laughs) yeah like i watched the game and um yeah like it was entertaining but it it, yeah it felt like neither team should have really come away with anything um and all the like pundits on tv were like oh yeah it's this chess match between managers and i was like i don't think it was really like chess match yeah, like, because um, who's Graham Potter um, makes an early sub to bring in Kovacic, so then he's four at the back and three in the midfield. So it's like, okay, that's a good move. But then 
later on, Ten Hog brings on, um, I don't know, Fred or someone to kind of like beef up their midfield. And um, then Potter kind of reacted to that with some of his subs. And it's like, chess match feels a little bit generous. It, it seemed more of like Potter realized it wasn't working early on, so he made an early sub. And then that worked, and you know both teams just kind of played. And then, as time's going on, like you're kind of at that point where it's like, well, if we're not going to win, let's not lose. So you bring in Fred to kind of shore that up, or or maybe give you a little bit of a more of attacking, um, or I guess more just like well-rounded, because I think he replaced Erickson. Yeah, um, he, he he. I'm just going to correct you there. He brought in uh, Fred for Sancho. Okay, so then yeah, so you're you're dropping a winger for you know a midfielder. So I don't know. I wouldn't call it a chess match. I don't. I don't think it was like it didn't feel so like tactically like oh like what are they doing? Okay, this is what we got to do now and like looking where they can you know get one up on the other team. But um, I kind of feel bad for Keppa. He had a really good game. <laughs> yeah, he did. Good saves, and then it's crazy that header just. Like he gets his hand to it, so I I, I feel like he should have saved it. Like it's one of those like looping ones that's like behind him, but like I think he gets like most of his hand to it. So like, does he just? He, he I think he just needed a stiffer hand. It caught post too, right? Because yeah, because it like it like hits his hand and kind of like rolls off of it. So yeah. I think his wrist just like and yeah. yeah. That, I, I, now that you say that, I, it does send me like a little reminder in my brain that he does. His, I feel like his wrists, he's been shot at and his wrists just like flop over. So yeah. I, know, I know there probably wasn't like as much power on the header that came off and, and messed up his wrist. But yeah, he probably was not expecting that much power off Casemiro. Um, but again, it was one of those games where Chelsea just looked, we keep using this word, fine. <laughs> like they look fine. I think Manchester yeah. United's look better than Chelsea the last couple of weeks. So for them to walk out with a draw is a huge win. Um, mm-hmm. Even though they probably maybe on paper should have won it. Um, but Chelsea, man, they're just nothing impressive to me. Um, Tottenham is even worse than them, which... Uh, Ooh, I think Conte's days are numbered. <laughs> hey, not, because they're, not, not because they're going to sack him, but because I think he's just getting tired. <laughs> um... Yeah, they're pretty bad. It's not a good club. Yeah. How are they top three right now is mind-boggling. Um, Newcastle's I mean, going to pass them in a minute. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle's playing freaking fantastic. I'm so jealous of what that... And they're missing their two best attacking players, by the way. Yeah, Maxim and Isaac haven't played basically at all together. They haven't played really in the last month. Yeah, I, I don't understand exactly, like what has happened at Newcastle. Like they get this influx of money, they buy, you know, some key names, but like what? Romero and uh Kulishevsky off the top of my head. No, Newcastle, right? Oh New you're talking oh yeah, I'm sorry, I was going to Tottenham. That that's that's who they brought. But yeah, Newcastle. Uh who who did they bring in that was new, I guess, this year? Pope and Pope and uh, Isaac to start. Pope might be the difference maker, uh, but it's it seems like like there's enough players in that Newcastle team that were in that team prior to the takeover, and 
I get you. You're you've changed your coaching staff and stuff, so like training it might be better now and all that. But like, they're just playing so much better, and it seems like the players they brought in somehow all have the aura of like I'm better, and I'm making everyone around me better. And I don't know, maybe that's just good scouting and and you know making the right signings. But they look impressive, and they know, they don't look scared at all. Of anyone, yeah. which is why when they beat they drew City, I was like, uh oh, yeah. I was like, this team's gonna come in. They had, <laughs> they had a they had one fluke loss, right? Um, um, I know they. I think they just drew to um, Bournemouth. I don't think they lost that. Yeah, one. yeah, you're right. They drew to Bournemouth, and then they've kind of just been just going down the line, just eliminating yeah. teams, whoever they play. Um. Oh, and really, they shouldn't like. I'm not gonna really say that they uh, shouldn't have beat Liverpool, but they probably <laughs> should have drew Liverpool. Like, if I was a neutral, yeah. like honestly. So, um, yeah, I don't know. They're definitely the team to watch right now. It's pretty impressive what they're doing. Yeah, um, but to jump back to Tottenham, it's like I've been peeking at the uh, the Spurs subreddit just to see what mm. everyone's saying after the games and what's, stuff. What's and, it look? I've never been. Is it a good place? <laughs> good i don't know but um good as a not spurs yeah, fan, yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty good yeah um but it, it is definitely the kind of the sentiment that i was had talked about in like previous weeks of like yeah we might be winning but like i hate watching this team play because it's so boring like a lot of the comments are kind of that same sentiment of like i want to play you know the fast flowing attacking football that is so exciting to watch mm-hmm. uh, not this like park the bus and kind of strict counter with Kane and 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 Sun up top and you know like that's kind of the whole game plan right like <laughs> yeah honestly it it, it it when a team can shut that down with a, a good press like you get you the games nothing. that they've been playing like they just they don't look good they if Kane and you know, not so much Sun this season, but in the past, like if they are not as uh, you know prolific of goal scorers and like accurate with their shots, like you're not scoring goals. Like <laughs> there's no yeah. goals really coming from you know midfield because everyone sits back and it's more of a counter. Hoiberg is their best player at doing that, but it's a rare occasion yeah. when it happens. And even your wing backs, it's like they're not like a uh, you know a Trent or a, or a Jao no, Cancelo, where it's like they come in and shoot. They just go down the wing and cross it in. Like yep. I don't know. It's uh, I'm okay to see them fall. But they're top. They're top three, which is still just like how did they get there? Very yeah. tidy one nil victories. Um, I mean, Harry Kane has ten goals on the season. He's he's second most goals scored um you know yeah. so so he's he's doing i, I don't want to say his his job to his fullest but he's doing he's doing what he's meant to do he's putting the goals in the net it's the rest of the team it, it, i think top down it just gets worse and worse and worse as as you go yeah. um so again i'm all for it i love it i love yeah. how much they're dropping these games and they'll just hopefully continue to drop them um did you see uh Colin Wilson's goal <laughs> against them? Yeah. 
<laughs> Hugo runs out and just. <laughs> yeah, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. I guess he he, you know, felt the need to come out to take care of the danger, and then realize it was going to be a little bit closer than he thought. So take a hit and hopefully a, a foul. But like, you don't bank on a foul though. Like that's yeah. oh, that's crazy, dude. I just. <laughs> I question everything they're doing. Um, so yeah, that that does anything else stand out from this weekend for you? Because like again, it was pretty. It felt quiet when I was updating all the points for everything. There wasn't anything too crazy that stood out. Uh, West Ham made a PK for the first time in a bazillion years. It felt like because they missed. I don't, they they just keep missing PKs. So when when they stepped up at the 90th minute to take this PK yesterday, I was like, they missing it. I was like, I know it. It's gonna happen. And uh, Ben Rama put it away, so I was like, "Okay, he's probably going to take the PKs from now on." Yeah, um, that was that was kind of funny. But uh, oh, I guess uh, do you have, do you have anything to say off that? I was going to talk about um, you know Fulham. Looks like they're that's what I was going to bring up too. Yeah, they're kind of cruising right now. Is Mitrovic really fucking good? I mean, look, at what was he, he is right? Like thirty nine goals or something in Championship last year, like. He's what the what the heck, dude? Is this dude gonna get bought by some major club soon? Yeah, last last year in championship in forty four matches he scored forty three goals. How do we so not like, see this? <laughs> I don't know what happened though, because like we we looked it up when when he was in Premier League last time, and what he scored like two or three goals. It wasn't a lot. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. But he, he he's getting fed. William got on the scoreboard this week. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but <laughs> Mitrovic, man, he—I he, think I he's gonna ride this wave into the World Cup, and like, oh, sure. I don't—I just, oh man, I—he's I, gonna be must-watch like television at this point too because he's just such a—he's such a jerk, and he just gets in your <laughs> face, and he's bigger than you, and I—I I, I love it and hate it at the same time. Yeah, I mean. You can only hope that uh, he performs well at the World Cup, and I mean, I just, he's 28. Like a bigger team could look at him. Like I think someone will. Like what? What is the difference if you put this guy in Kane's position in the last 10 years? Same production level. In yeah. in my opinion, in my opinion, um, he's with Fulham. I'm like, what has Fulham done in the last 10 years? Not saying Tottenham has done anything in the last 10 years, but the quality of players is significantly higher. Yeah. Um, from one squad to the other, um, but yeah, I'm I'm for it, man. I love what Fulham's doing. I mean, yeah, they they are kind of just uh, I don't know, like quietly going about their business, right? Like, yep, they're, they're just getting it done. And what they're uh, where are they at? They're top seventh 10. right now. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is what I thought the, Leeds was going to be at this point of the year. I mean, yeah, they they would have uh, they they looked better at the start. Like they looked like they should have at least been, you know, mid table, not an 18th of nine points. <laughs> I just uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of enjoying watching Fulham. They kind of feel like um, maybe like the Wolves team of mm. a few seasons ago, where they just kind of like go in, do their business, and you know, no one really says anything until they play them and lose. <laughs> For real, then you go, holy shit, they were good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, they're fun. Mitrovic is a fun player to watch. Um, I'm hoping, you know, I'm like trying to decide as we go into the transfer window and once we hit it in January, like what I'm really going to do with my team. I know you got a lot more work tonight than I do. Um, but like, I think Mitrovic is going to find his way in there. Yeah, I mean, I was throwing that around in my head. Like, I mean, obviously, I got to get Holland in there because if you don't have him, I'm, I'm gonna... already going to be too far. Are you, behind are you really though? Is that like a good idea? If you're that far behind at this to. point, you have because you just yeah. I, I mean, have... <laughs> oh no, I, I'm not envious of where you are right now. It, it's just one of those where it's like, yeah, to make up points, it's it's uh, probably not the smartest move, but it just negates the points that everyone else is going to get because. He's he's scoring so consistently and, you know, often multiple goals per game. So it's like De Bruyne is just not cutting it. He can't – he can provide the assists and get the occasional goal, but, like, it's not enough. <laughs> Dude kind of had an off week and he still put in two goals. <laughs> I watched a good yeah. chunk of that game and he didn't look like he was uh, – he didn't look – it's hard to say he didn't look right, but, like, he didn't look as – fresh as like re- previous games that I've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course they still rolled. So yeah, I don't know. Mitrovic might find his way into my team. I don't know. Who are, you, who are your front three right now? Uh, Gabriel Jesus, mm-hmm. Kay, or son, um, and Sala. Sala. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try to get Gabby from Arsenal onto my squad. I think that's definitely a goal of mine. I don't have a current Arsenal player in it, so I think that'll be kind of an easy um, transition in. Um, I don't think I'm going to keep Mountain there for much longer. However, I don't know who else I'd put in from Chelsea because their whole back line is injured. I don't know if you saw that. Like, No one is playing for them right now besides uh, Cucurella. And uh, that's pretty much it out of people who have chosen Chelsea defenders. Koulibaly is injured. Fafana's injured. Reese James is injured. Um, so, yeah, on a fantasy standpoint, I, I, I don't know what to do with Chelsea. Keep Mountain just because everyone else is. That's kind of like my thought process. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was thinking about him, too. It's like, at least as he's performed so far, it seems like one that you can step away from. And, you know, if you miss out on the five, six points for that week, then you're probably making it up somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, like Aubameyang's not doing anything. Sterling's not doing anything. Nothing. (laughs) Both duds this weekend. Sterling with zero and Aubameyang with, uh, I think he got like 1.5 because he got a dribble. And maybe a shot on target. See, I'm just not a lot going on there. Um, James Madison might find his way onto my midfield, though. That's definitely a possibility. Yeah, yeah that, that's an interesting one. I like that um, we're you know tracking him now. So um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you. I got to get a Leicester player in there since they seem to have woken up. I right, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, big week for Zach, most because of Tillman's. Uh, that's, that's that's pretty funny to be honest. Uh, my two co-workers are kicking butt in this pool. Um, and then, did you get my email about the World Cup? We're going to get that thing rolling soon. Yes, sir. Um, I'm super pumped about that. You know, I was trying to, 
I, I was trying to go through my whole email list of how we did the Survivor World Cup. I think we did 2014 Survivor. Did we mm-hmm. just take a pull a person's name and pick two teams? Like, do you remember how we we orchestrated that? Um, I don't remember, but I mean, what your your fairest way is? Yeah, like random name draw and then random team grab. My my idea for this one to make it because I I don't I, I think we did do that 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 way last time around but i think we do a if we get our 16 people we have a hat with the bottom 16 teams and a hat with the top 16 teams Mm, i i hope i did that eight years ago whenever we did it um but i i I don't i don't think i did i think i just did you here's your name i picked two teams those are your two teams i like this way a little better because i don't want someone to get germany and whoever else and like be like oh sick i got two of the best teams someone's (laughs) gonna end up with qatar and you know, X team. I'm not going to throw anyone under yeah. the bus, but I'm going to throw a guitar under the bus. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that's the best way we'll do it. Um, I already got 10 people. So, nice. yeah, we're, we're almost there. Um, so that should be fun. I mean, we're close, man. We're a month away. Well, less, it's less, real quick. It's yeah. real quick. So uh, we got three more games of Premier League. We have one uh, Caribou Cup game. So four okay. f- four total in the next three weeks. November twelfth should be the last day of uh, English football, and then we dive straight into the World Cup. I will be heading to Kansas City that first weekend. We're gonna go try to find an AO bar in Kansas City uh, to watch uh, United States play England. So with that said, um, I might have you kind of take over points and stuff if you're around yeah. that first couple of days. We're coming back to to Missouri midweek, and then we can kind of like you know s- split the process or whatever. Um, yeah. I think this will be easier than the stats we do in Premier League. Like there should be less games per day, three games per yeah. day. Correct me if I'm wrong. So that, I mean that should be pretty easy to keep up with. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I you know I want to try to fill up this pool. No one has really. All right, that's not true. A couple of people have responded. Um, you know, family friends saying like, "Yeah, we're totally in," but like you have to explain this like what we have to do. <laughs> so I don't know if they realize like the amount of work that might go into it and like the player knowledge um, yeah. that you kind of need to have. Uh, but yeah, that should be fun. I think I think you know World Cup always brings out a a fun crowd. Uh, it's a, it's the time when everyone is a soccer fan, right? Like you know, it's uh like me with a lot of other sports, I don't really watch a lot of other sports until like the games matter and in playoffs and stuff where it's like, it feels like uh, there's more on the line than just a regular season game. So it's going to be fun. You know, tournaments big and exciting. And especially once you get the knockouts and it's like real pressure is on. And so, so what I'm going to do is I'm actually, I'm going to make some stickers. I'm going to make some hooligan pitch stickers with the QR code. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start taking these stickers and just putting them on like bathroom stalls or just like Ooh. just random little places. So I'm going to send you a stack. Yeah. Uh, just like, you know, throw them down at UOB or something. Just like, yeah. just random. Like, you know, who who knows, man? This is how we get traffic to our site. This is how we get people to sign up. Um, and then we'll go from there because I'm, I'm, I like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm super stoked. I, I just want to make this. I want to get at least like 20 people. I think if we can get everyone from our Premier League in, which I think is a solid chance that happens, mm-hmm. uh, and then a couple extras here and there, like we're set. Should be fun. Yeah, I think we can do it. 
Yeah, I think 20's so too. 20's not too much. So. No, I don't think so. I mean, last I think the last World Cup had somewhere around that amount, uh, amount and then the one previous to that, I think Theo got like 20 some 25 or something in there. Oh, yeah. Um so, you know, this is the first one we're doing, but I think we're we're setting the right pace for ourselves. Uh is there anything else you want to talk about, bring up footy wise, um your life, anything going on that's awesome or crazy? Um, I'm getting an Arsenal shirt delivered today. Oh, snap. Which one? It's a, a long sleeve, like retro one. Nice. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that, but nice. Okay. Uh, beyond that, um, I guess I'll sprinkle in a little Sac Republic update. Oh, please do. Uh, yeah. What's going on? They just had their first, uh, playoff game this last weekend against New Mexico. Um, Maybe got a little lucky on the win because Whoa. Sack started real sloppy and like had like two or three giveaways at the top of the box. That is not what Instagram <laughs> told me. No, not at all. <laughs> um, but second half, they looked like light years better and okay. winning 2-0. So um, they go on to play Colorado this coming weekend. Who's Colorado's team? Switchbacks. Is that Colorado Springs? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, um, see how it goes. I mean, technically Colorado is placed higher in the, in the table, so. Are they playing in Colorado? Mm -hmm. Oh man, that altitude's gonna be shocking. Yeah, so hopefully get through that and then play the winner of, uh, San Antonio and Oakland Roots. Oh, nice. Oakland Roots. Okay. So yeah, if Oakland Roots can pull out the win, and Sack pulls out the win, Sack would host that next game. So that's the dream, but what? We'll see. So, so te- they're in quarters right now? Mm-hmm. Eight, yeah. Okay. And then um, if Sack makes it to the finals, where does that put us? I don't know how they decide. Um, okay. Because, like, you just meet the East, right? And then, so I don't know if they decide based on, like, uh, season standing of who gets home field advantage and stuff, which, um, I don't know. we do, got games to go before that. But. Do they do they have a TBD on the that final date? Because uh, are we, are we going to be traveling again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Let's see. Um, we, we can make it happen. <laughs> so, yeah, so final will be November 13th. Uh, at 8.30, but... Is I that mean, at I don't... 8.30? That's so... I guess it could be East Coast, right? It could be West Coast. It could be yeah, Central. Yes. Boy, if they do it in Kansas City, that would be amazing. There's no there's no uh, location yet? No, because I think it goes off of uh, the two teams. So I think it's probably the higher seed that makes it. Oh, it's... they're going to make a home home team? Uh, yeah, I think so. So, so would it be San Antonio? Um, I mean, if, if, if they, they make win. it on our side, yeah. And otherwise, um, I mean, well, you got Louisville's number one for them. Pittsburgh is five, so. Pittsburgh PA? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, otherwise you got Memphis's. Oh, Memphis. Team. If Memphis happens, that's four hours away. Well, there you go. You can be uh, the one and only Sack fan out there. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would totally do that. Uh, we were actually trying to go to Memphis the week after uh, oh. for, for World Cup, but um, we did kind of, I think we're leaning toward Kansas City. It's a little closer. 
Um, but like, if we have to go to Memphis the week prior, I won't be upset about that. So yeah. So I mean, I, I guess keep it, you know, good thoughts in, and okay. hopefully we get there. But. It's I can't. It's hard to watch any of those games. So if you ever find a stream or something, let me know because I look for them and they're not the greatest quality. So yeah, that's kind of where I stand. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess in you know I got nothing crazy going on too much. Um, uh, the the movie The Innocence uploaded on Plex. Uh, go watch five minutes of it and just look at the jersey the little girl's wearing because it made me really happy. That's all I gotta okay. say. I was like, oh, look at that, and I'm actually trying to find that jersey. I think I can actually buy it. Um, oh, okay. At the store, so I might get that one because I was like, oh yeah, that's a sweet. One. <laughs> All right. Well, that's all I got. Um, do we we got Champions League this week. We have no matches on Friday. Correct me if I'm wrong. Just Saturday and Sunday. I believe so. Yeah, lots on Saturday. Yeah, on a Sunday. lot on Saturday. We might be doing a little weekend getaway. We couldn't get away this weekend um, for our anniversary. Fair, I so. can, uh pick up the pieces this week. So. That's cool. Um, yeah, we're gonna maybe go to the Ozark hang out there just saturday and sunday quick trip um but actually the leeds the leeds liverpool games later in the afternoon so we might catch that one uh and then we'll be back sunday night so i assume i will we'll be around sunday to to chit chat get back to our sunday ritual and um you know get back on track here yeah for sure all right chad it's been real um as always hooligans pitch we're out peace thank you Thank you.